This is the Super Odd Pod Podcast. I'm Monica. It's CeeLo. And October's here, Lowe's. I've been waiting all year for this month. You've been ready for October since last October? Absolutely. And this episode, we're talking about our top three movies dealing with... Possession. And I think that it falls under a kind of broad category, but I think you'll be surprised with some of my choices because I know for a fact some people just want to go with, you know, what pop culture is like. This is the one that's the most known. Uh, yeah, I know, but that's not what I'm not. That's not the point. That's not on my list. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is not on the, the, the super odd pod list that we have. That's much too vulgar display of power, Karis. Okay, well, let's get right to it then. What will be your third one? Like not one to three. Okay, so like just... like mine aren't mine aren't ranked. Yeah, mine these aren't are either, these yeah. are just like what I feel. All right, my first pick for possessions is the Amityville Horror. Ooh, that one's good. The Amityville Horror, and why did I pick such a funky choice? Was yeah. because Yes, uh, in other movies, uh, one person gets, you know, uh, possessed or whatever. But when the whole building is possessed, like <laughs> yeah. when the whole the edifice, whole yeah. your whole abode is uh, you know, possessed, it's it takes on a whole different meaning because now, like, you know, if you've seen it and even worse, based on a true story. Yes. What? And real quick, are you talking about the 70s version? I'm talking or about the, the 70s. I'm, look, I'm talking 2000s. about I'm, I'm talking about the 70s version. Just because it came from based off a true story, and then there was also the book, and then uh, you know, according to the sources that are mm-hmm. uh, in front of me right now, <laughs> at least twenty other movies were spawned off of that oh, one movie. Yes. So yeah, it's a franchise. Yeah, it's well known. Yeah, and I know you've seen it. It's the iconic house. Mm-hmm. You see that house with the windows, and, and you're like, it's the kind of house they don't build anymore. That's the Amityville Horror House. Those That's windows the, have eyes. Exactly. Like the that, house has eyes. Exactly. So um, if you don't know, basically. The premise of the movie, and you know, if if any of this is a spoiler alert for you, you might want to clean out some of your queue, okay? Because like it's been a minute, all <laughs> yeah, right? It has so, been. Uh, so it's been it a came minute. Out in the 70s, so yeah. Yeah, it was in the 70s. So, uh, legend has it that there was a couple there, and the dad went crazy, mm-hmm. and he, he killed his uh, family and the kids and all that. And uh, it was it was like a nice house that was up for sale, but a year later, mm-hmm. not like 20 years later, yeah. a year later, a brand new couple shows up, and they're like, "Yeah, you know what? We're very interested in the house. We're getting it for a steal for like eighty thousand dollars, and it comes with a boathouse. It comes with this. It comes with that. And the of course, the real estate agent's like a good guy. Hey, yo, uh." Murder. There was like murder here, like less than a year ago, and it was so tragic. And it was in the news, and I'm pretty sure you heard about it. And they're like, "Yeah, but it's like eighty thousand bucks." Now I'm thinking like an adult here, because yeah. I'm a homeowner as well, yeah. and I'm like eighty thousand with a boathouse. Yeah, it's a couple of moitas. Right next to the lake. Right next to the lake, yeah. you know, Lakeshore property. And I was like, "Yeah, it's a couple of moitas." Like, just, <laughs> I just want to check it out. So. It ends up that the house is like possessed, and mm-hmm. you know the, the a guy tries to go and bless it, and then the the house goes. Not even a dude, and a presence, an entity, and then a whole bunch of like other things. Like, it's just so nerve wracking to to think that the whole house, like it doesn't matter where you hide, it doesn't yeah. matter under the bed, in the closet, doesn't matter. They gonna get you, or it's just a being, and the fact that. Some of them, they show like a representation or personification of what the evil is. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, it's just, you know, camera angles. And it's just, oh, and this and that. But uh, one of the ones from my list, Amityville Horror with, you know, a massive 20 other sequels that went along with it. My first one on the list for possession movies for October. See, I like that. Mine is totally different. Extreme to the right where it was like one possession in the movie. And then that was it. 
And I'm talking Constantine with Keanu Reeves. Oh, I was. And to- see, the thing is, like, it's not really on anybody's radar. It's like, oh, okay, well, there's that one in the beginning. But like, yeah, that's what it comes through as. It was the the twin sister. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so and if it's a spoiler the- alert, clean up your cue, bro. Yeah, exactly. So you have like the the Mexico characters, Mexican characters in the beginning. Yes. Where they're doing the exorcism on the girl and everything's going crazy. The dude that's jumping the border and bringing the knife, like yeah, the, the, exactly. the the sword or the the dagger. The dagger, yeah. They have the spear of destiny. And then it jumps to the sister and the sister's suicide and then the other twin sister finding out what's going on. And then you have Keanu Reeves coming in. He's already seen. He's already tiptoed the line. He's already died. He already knows what's up because he tried committing suicide as well. Mm-hmm. He knew he knows what's waiting for him on the other side, meaning like the devil's just waiting for him. Hell's waiting for him. And it's just a really cool movie because you have all those elements, but you also have Keanu Reeves and Gavin Rosdale. Yes, his, have, ca- his character. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah, and you have a perfect circle on the soundtrack. And then you have Shia LaBeouf being the cool little cab driver, just like, hey, where you want to go, boss? Oh, man. He was Am like, I get in on this? For me, I was like, you didn't need him. Yeah. But he's served. A purpose. And mm-hmm. did you wait till the end of the movie to watch the end? I know. Like, there's an end credits? Like, after the credits, is it end credits? There's, like... They were, like, the first Marvel before Marvel? Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, the first Marvel before Marvel. Really? So, like, there's a scene at the end. I can't... I mean, tell me, because I'll watch te- it when I go to the house anyways. But I yeah. ain't going to tell you, because what if our readers and our listeners haven't heard of it? It's been on... A, it's 2005 <laughs> or something like that. that okay, so Totes My Goats, yeah. front of the Shia LaBeouf's character comes out at the end mm-hmm. as, like, an angel or something. Like, oh. on top of, like, the tombstone, and he's, like, flies away, and he's, like, later dudes. And he's, oh, like, that's Peace. cool. I'm gonna go help out, you know, uh, Optimus Prime. Well, dang. <laughs> I'm going to watch it again. No, Keanu and I love that they gave him the ability to see the true demons. Like half, like if you're a half demon, half angel, he's really able to see like the, what it really looks like. And then from there, just like mess you up or like go after you and be like, what are you doing here? Yeah. He's snarky. He's rude. He has, you know, he's weathered because he's dying of lung cancer. Just the visual graphics on that thing yeah. were just, oh my Lord. Like there was just breathtaking and you didn't expect it. And exactly. a lot of people are like, hey, did y'all know that's a comic book? No, yeah. y'all don't know. DC Hellblazer. That's awesome. So. That's a great pick. Is there yeah. anything else, any other tidbits from that movie that really stuck out from you? Or like, you know, even though, like you said, it's kind of like far out there because like yeah. there's possessions, but like the possessions is what opens up the movie. Yeah, to like, exactly. you know, a whole new universe of something. I just think it's cool with the whole removing the cancer from his ribs. When oh, like, when he comes out with the with the hands all black yeah. and he's like, oh, dude, yeah. no more vaping for you guys. <laughs> and he's throwing him the finger while he's getting pulled up to heaven. Oh, yeah. And they pull him back down. Yeah, so that was just a really great movie for me. What's the number? <laughs> what's the other one on your list? Uh, the number uh, other one on my list for possessions. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, because I was actually, well, I'm actually not a fan of this movie, Mm -hmm. but the critical acclaim that came with it, and then, like, uh, again, the amount of, like, spinoffs that came with it as well. Right. Paranormal Activity. Okay, yeah, I could see that. So, Paranormal Activity, uh, if you haven't seen it, you haven't heard about it, it was about uh, this couple that moved into a house. Now, the house is not possessed. The Mm -hmm. house is not, this is not like Amityville. So, apparently, the way the story goes is that this girl had been tormented by this demon like for a bit now yeah and it just follows her wherever she goes it's in her family yeah because it's in the, yeah, yeah yeah so um and the boyfriend of course there always has to be one like i kind of feel like it could be my character because i'm like <laughs> let's make fun of spirits bro like yeah. let's 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 see if we can get the spirit angry so uh what it is is that what made it kind of like gritty for me was just the way it was shot mm-hmm. so on the tripod camera one shot and it's just like the hours are just like they're taken by like super super fast and like stuff's happening and like things are moving around and the first little taste that you get is like when like the 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 blanket gets lifted over on their bed like oh oh no somebody's lifting up a blanket Uh." (laughs) and it's not really scary but 
just the way that it was shot, like kind of look, kind of looked like security footage. So yeah. it was like, oh man, like you know, because I also watch like Ghost Adventures and stuff like that, and like you know, like not that I believe in stuff like that. It's entertainment, and yeah. I like it. So the same way, it's entertainment. I know that you know it's a movie. So uh, towards the end, the boyfriend's getting all stupid and saying. You know what? Do you want me to bring a Ouija board so we can try to contact this thing? Yeah, it's like, smart oh, move. yeah, dude, because in all scary movies, Ouija boards sell everything. Yeah. So, yeah, he brings it, and something happens with the Ouija board where it's like, it, like they walk away from it, and mm-hmm. it's like, and it just shows like some crazy message. Long story short, she gets possessed mm-hmm. and convinces the dude everything's okay because she's already possessed. Like, yep. towards the end of the movie, she's like, I'm possessed, but she's not going to be like, hey, guy, I'm possessed. She's just like playing <laughs> it you. off. She's played, the demon is playing it off. So, like, I think it's towards, like, the last, I would say, 10, 15 minutes of the movie. Like, they're asleep. The woman stands up and just stands over the dude, like, on the bed. Like, yeah. just, like, like right next to him for, like, two hours. Because the timer's just... <laughs> and I'm wondering, did they... Did, did she have to stand there for two hours looking at this cat? Like, <laughs> no. Just, or just, they just put a timer and just made her, like, speed up just a little bit yeah. and stuff. So, okay, cool. And then she moves out of frame. And then it goes back to regular time. The chick screams. <laughs> Off scene, scene, the guy runs, what's going on? And then the guy screams, and then the body of the dude gets thrown into the camera, knocks off the tripod. The chick comes all like all scary looking and then rushes at the camera looking like a demon. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) And then boom, that's it. End of movie. And when I saw it in the theaters, after that scene, the lights went on, everybody was quiet. (laughs) Nobody was like, woo! Everybody was like, boo! Everybody was just like, what the heck was that? Like, Yeah, like, what did I just see? And I was like... Man, I gotta drive home and stuff. Like, <laughs> I gotta get. In. I gotta be with my wife. Maybe she's gonna do that to me. Yeah. So yeah. So possessions. Like I said, it is not one of my favorites, mm-hmm. but it is up there because how many more paranormal activities did they make? They made you know so many, so, and they had like five or something, whichever one had the brujeria element into it. Yeah, like the witchcraft and the Mexicans, uh, Mexican witchcraft. That's pretty much what brujeria it, exa- is. Exactly. And different from Blair Witch because that came out like seven or eight years earlier, but still kind of had that handheld footage or stuff like that. Blair Witch. I'm sorry, like the whole thing on the tripod. Good. Yeah. I like that. I like that element. But when it was like the running through the woods the and oh, like oh, okay cool even also just to jump in as, as, as another one like Cloverfield okay yeah the first one mm-hmm. I liked it too yeah. it was like found footage like that's the genre yeah found, found footage. footage and it's like okay cool so no I feel you like but Blair Witch yeah opened up the doors for a whole bunch Blair of Blair Witch my mom thought it was a real story for a solid two days she was like oh you gotta look and I was like mom yes. it's, it's a movie it's, it's great marketing it's like you can't watch this movie yeah because it came out what like 99 98 99 where it was the internet was barely taking off the search of the three missing Montgomery College students continues in Frederick County tonight marketing works <laughs> awesome what's your number what's your number two uh, hereditary Okay. It came out what 2018. Remember when I saw it last oh, okay, year? Okay, look, told look, you about it? like she told me exclude, like, look, she told me the movie guys. Like, <laughs> just, she's like, you gonna watch this thing? I'm like, eh, I'm probably not gonna watch it. She's like, look, hold your seats because it's gonna get crazy up in this yeah. piece. And wow, yeah, it, like from hearing it, one would say secondhand. So she saw the movie. She told me the movie. I got scared. I was like, and then what happened? <laughs> yeah. It's one, you have Tony Collette being an amazing actress. Yes. You know her from The Sixth Sense. You know her from Muriel's Wedding. You know her from a whole bunch of movies that she's done, right? Um, she has uh, basically the, the story, if you just like crop it real quick. The story is she has her kids. She has her husband. Her mom just recently passed away. 
Uh, she mentions in the movie that her brother and dad had passed away also. I think her brother committed suicide, maybe. And it was to get away from the mom, basically. Oh, wow. And so he would always be like, oh, things are coming in me, or she's trying to put people in me. Something like that, right? So it's just a whole bunch of grief. And the, what I love about this movie, a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's not even a true horror movie. No, horror could be anything. And with this one, it's not about slashing. It's not about, let me jump scare you right away. This one had grief, and it left me feeling disgusted and just really just heavy and burden heavy when I so, walked in the, so like, the theater. So, so it was kind of like a psychological thriller that manipulated you yes. emotionally. Yes. Like, so it did its job. It did its job, and I hadn't felt that way since watching Requiem for a Dream. I'm thinking thin. Oh. And that was, you know how you felt like... Great you, movie, but disgusted. Yeah, You're just like, oh. Everything about it was just, I don't want to watch that. Like, You're it's like, a movie that stuck with you. These are the breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Hereditary was in that same vein, and that's what I loved about it, because it's... It's not those cheap shots, those cheap jump shots, jump scares, anything like that. Okay, yeah. I have to ask you, give me a scene. Everything know, about it was awesome, yeah. So give me the one scene out of the many that's like, wow. This is, one, like, yeah. like that, this is just, it just stuck with you burning in your mind where if somebody's like, hey, have you seen that movie? And you tell them, look out for this part. Yeah. Like, what part was that? I think it was like 10 or 15 minutes in, um, the little girl, the sister. And this is weird because the sister's maybe like 12, 13, maybe even younger. And the brother's like 17. And so the mom's like, oh, well, if you want to go to a party, take your sister. And it's like, well, there's a big age gap. Why? But okay. So he takes his sister. She's allergic to nuts. She, um, he's getting stoned in the room. And she's like, uh, he's kind of like, ah, go, go do your thing. Like, you know, go over there. You know, no, nobody here at the party. Everybody's five years older than you. But go do your thing. So okay. She goes and she eats a piece of cake, which she didn't know that they made with nuts. So she starts having an allergy attack. Oh, snap. He's stoned. He realizes that she's having an allergy attack because he goes. she goes in there. She's like, hey, what's up? Whatever. And so he gets in the car. They're driving home. She's in the back seat. And she's strapped up like a little kid. So it's also a weird thing because it's like, well. Yeah, it's a fucking booster seat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was really weird. So she, they're speeding home. And there's a, a post that you don't see coming. She sticks her head out. Boom, gets decapitated. Whoa! The thing is... That's not even the craziest part of the movie. And it's Ari Aster. He recently did uh, Midsummer, which is, by the way, another movie that was kind of messed up, too. But, yeah, Hereditary. The kid driving, he stops the car, and then he looks in the, the rearview mirror, sees just the body there. The head's gone. And he's like, he briefly looks, and he's like, oh, no. And he doesn't look. And then he just drives home quiet, doesn't say anything, parks in the, parks in the driveway, Turns off the car, leaves his sister's dead body, no head in the back wow. seat, strapped up with the seatbelt. Like goes to his room. You hear the parents. Oh, see, I told you they were home already, or you know, because it was getting late. So they're talking to themselves. And he just starts crying. No right? way, no. He well, he starts crying, but he goes to his room, puts a blanket over his head, and you just see his like tears coming down. He doesn't go to sleep. He's just like you know messed up like dazed. yeah he's zonked out yeah so then in the morning you hear the mom say oh i'm gonna go to the store and i'm gonna get some whatever gets the keys because they take in her car gets in the car and you hear the ugliest blood curdling uh, scream like the grief and despair a mother's agony yes and it's the grossest thing and that's 15 minutes into the movie And you're like, wow, I'm glad I bought popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> like at that moment, everybody, I think there was maybe like 15 more people in the theater with us. And no, everybody's like, oh, shit, it started. Was there anybody that walked out? Nobody like, walked out. No, I think okay. everybody was enthralled by like, what are we watching? Like because, they were already like invested. Like yeah. they're like, you know what, dude, we're staying for we're this staying thing. Because I've seen people like walk out of movies. And I've even been tempted to like, 
And I'm looking at you, the unborn. <laughs> I, <laughs> I almost out. walked out of y'all, but you know what? I couldn't get that money back. <laughs> <laughs> I walked out of Wes Craven's They. They come for me. Who comes? They. Oh, snap. I, never, I don't even know what that movie's about to this day because I never wanted to watch it after. I walked in 20 minutes in. I was like, I'm leaving. I don't know what this is. Let me get out. That was like 2003. It's probably a great movie. <laughs> it was like yeah. 2003, right? <laughs> I, I'll watch it eventually, but it was probably a great movie and I walked out of that You one. know what? We got homework for you, Monica. Yeah. You know, have to watch they and give us for a detailed real. synopsis. But Hereditary, definitely. If you haven't seen it or you think or you heard about it because so many people, so many people said, oh, it's not scary. I don't know. It's going to mess with you. If you actually let it and you're actually watching the movie and not thinking, oh, this is going to be like a Jason movie or like, you know, one of those slasher flicks, yeah. you're going to love it. <clears throat> love it. Well, Dude, you gotta watch it. Yeah. I know. See, now you see, it's on Prime. <laughs> I, I, I bet it is, but uh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, because I, I haven't even told you the ending, and the ending is messed up. It could have been better, but yes, the ending is messed up. You know what? Hereditary. Yeah, I'm gonna put that on my yeah, list. Definitely watch it. What's your other one? Uh, my other one and my last one, like I said, no particular order, uh, is The Shining. Nice. The Shining. Uh, be just oh, man. When you out there, you hear The Shining. I know you think of Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. I know you think of. Here's Johnny. But. Since the very, very beginning, since the very beginning of the movie, the whole opening credits, yes. you don't understand. The most horrible thing wasn't the hallucinations, mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, the uh, Jack Nicholson going crazy. I think the whole point of the movie, and this is my thing, was the isolation. Yes. Because through the whole opening credits, and back then in the 70s, like in, even in like, you know, uh, earlier than that, they would give you all the credits in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. they're, like, they're like, I know there's an ending to a movie and we could give you the credits, but you know what? Nah, we spent so much money on the score. minutes of like, them driving yeah, like 10 minutes of like just ooh, spooky music. And yeah. I was like, now they're passing some more trees. Yeah. And now, well, now even the terrain changed. And then like, they finally zoom into it, the car. Yeah, and then they finally get into the car. So it's like you just that whole ride out there. Yeah. I was already feeling it like they're going to be isolated. They're going to be alone. And the stuff that you see, like, on movies in those days, it's, like, something that was, like, regular. Like, mm-hmm. when you see, like, the mom in the kitchen smoking, so the kids yeah. right there, times were different. So yeah. just the elements to just seeing the way the things the way it used to be. Kind of, like, in the same vein of Amityville Horror, mm-hmm. where they're like, hey, just to let you know, some 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 stuff went down. <laughs> the guy killed his family. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, he had cabin like, fever. Wendy, Sally, darling, light of my life. From, you know, the little boy, you know, Danny, to, you know, Red Rum, to the twins, to the blood flowing from the thing, to two, room uh, 237. The, the whole thing was just amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's just a man's descent into madness. And it just, he just got taken over. And, you know, it's just, just always stuck out there because... He was possessed. He or how about possessed. the old lady that pops out that's of the room? That's the one. That's two. That's two. That's two thirty-seven. Yep. Don't and I can't wait there. for the Doctor Sleep. Is that the remake? Yeah, the, the Doctor Sleep with, the sequel. Yeah, with yeah. Uh, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. So that one's gonna be awesome as well. Mm-hmm. And oh, man, like, it's it's shiny, just, yeah, yeah. So that was my third one for possessed. Yeah. How about so you? Mine totally left field. 1986's Witchboard with Tawny Katane. Tawny. Did you ever watch that movie? 
I've seen the covers. <laughs> okay, so and there's like six of them, right? Yeah, no, well, I'm assuming maybe. There's like yeah. Witchboard Six, the new beginning. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's a Witchboard original. Tawny Katane has, uh, like, there's a little house party her and her dude have. The ex boyfriend, which is also the ex friend of the guy that she's now dating. What's the music that's in the background? Dude, it's all like, it, 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 it's like kind of like 80s rock, but like light, right? Nice. So they. He busts out a Ouija board and he's like, oh, we play Ouija. So he's given the whole details of everything. And he's like, oh, I communicate with a little boy named David. He's real cool. Let's contact him. So they do a little contact and the Ouija board responds with like not the code that they know. So he's like, oh, that's not David. We're not going to speak to that one. So the other guy. What? Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> it's other like, guy, sorry, wrong number. <laughs> basically, yes. The other homeboy, the friend of the boyfriend of Tony Katane is all, oh, he's being the dick in the corner. He's like, oh, it's you, whatever. He's like, how do you know? You gave him a code, bro. Like, it's totally stupid. So anyways, she goes into the Ouija board. She starts using it on her own. The other guy's like, you're not supposed to use it on your own. Blah, blah, blah. And they come up with the best line ever. He's like, this is called progressive entrapment. Whoa. <laughs> progressive entrapment. That means that she's already fallen into progressive entrapment. Whoa. So, I'm going to use that. You yeah. Know? So Tawny gets possessed by the demon that she's, you know, talking to, thinking it's a little boy that died. And, you know, she thought that she was helping him out and everything. I got to ask a question now. She's possessed mm -hmm. now. Is it the demon that does the things from now on through the movie, or and sh or, and is it, or does it go back and forth between? Yeah, it's like, like the like, demon like, setting up. People dying around her left and right, and she doesn't know what's going she on. She doesn't. She's like, oh my god, I'm in the corner. Like no, nah. like cause it's you know it's basically her boyfriend's uh, people that he works with, or you know a psychic that they bring in, and she's like the '80s psychic where she's like, yeah. you got yourself one gnarly spirit here. I can feel it. So she's really cool, but she gets killed. And the really <laughs> awesome thing about this movie is that it's available for free on YouTube. Okay, let's talk to some ghosts. <clears throat> <laughs> Just look for a witchboard. I am going to watch that. Yeah, it's called Witchboard, the first one, 1986. <laughs> <laughs> witchboard, the first one. <laughs> okay, now look. So that's num it's not number one or anything like that, but yeah. that's got to be one of my favorite possessive movies. <laughs> okay, now I know what you're thinking. You're going to get a lot of like, did he even mention? Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, but what about what about it? <laughs> it didn't happen, bro. Yes, because you like, know what? I'll give you. I'll, you know what? Honorable mention. Yeah. The Exorcist. The Exorcist. There you go. It's classic. Yep. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You can't say anything about it. Kind of like nope. The Shining. It's classic. Classic. Yeah. Yes. My other favorites would be Stigmata. Patricia Arquette. Yes. Yes. Great movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm kind of like in between it. The Right. The with, right. Anthony, with Anthony yeah, Hopkins. Yeah, that was pretty good. Anthony yeah. Hopkins. Like, it's a great possession movie, but it's like, mm, mm -hmm. it's not. Not on this list. Yeah. So I can't think of like. I think one another one for me would be Sinister, the first one, and how it came about and everything. I think that was pretty good. It was done well. New details today in the grisly murders of a local family found earlier this week. It's because for me, like, I think I get confused with all those movies, mm -hmm. like Insidious, The Nun. It's the same movie, guys. <laughs> the, the Conjuring. That's the same movie. Yeah. Like I can't. What? Scary things in the dark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call a different one. It's gonna. Like we can come up with it right now. Sinner's Omen. <laughs> that, that's the new one. And once it's there, this is already copyrighted. Sinner's Omen, rated R. Those are our top three movies dealing with possession in no particular order. There's many more that we could list, but those are the top three that we found. And we're like, yeah, these are the ones. And if you heard this and you're like, you know what? I got a couple of suggestions. You know what? You can go ahead and message us at Super Odd Pod on Twitter. That's right. At Super Odd Pod, at C underscore LO1061 on Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow my homegirl, Monica, that's 
That's Monica on air on all social media. Plus, throw it out there. What's the next one we're going to be talking about on our next episode? Next week is vampires. Oh, snap. And you know what? I got a couple of good ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're out. Bye. Laters.